Hey guys, this is Wise Guy Talks coming to you somewhere deep in the heart of North Texas. I am the wise guy, Guy Midkiff, and tonight we're going to have a special show regarding entrepreneurs that live in our local area. The name of the show is going to be Should Conservative Businesses Come Out of the Closet? Thanks for joining us. I'll be right back with you. Joey Kramer, how are you doing today, brother? Man, I'm a great guy. Really? I got whiskey, I'm going to have a cigar, and I'm hanging out with two awesome people. Well, with at least one awesome. I don't know that I qualify. <laughs> I don't all, qualify. And we have Cato, Nathan Cato uh, Tyne with us today. He's kind of like my color man. Yeah, he my... Pro- provides a little bit of text and, um, you know, it just kind of makes the show a little more exciting. How are you doing today, bro? Pretty good. So, uh, just in case you... I'm Nate. I'm Nathan Cato. Okay. We call him Cato. Why do you call you Cato? Yeah, from the Pink Panther. Uh huh. Green Hornet. Oh, okay. I Green got it. Hornet. Yeah. Got it. So, so yeah, we we already have a little dispute exactly where the name came from, but I like it, Cato. So that's what we're going with. I, I was wondering when you texted him today. I was like, Cato, who the fuck <laughs> is that? <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. So in this episode, you know. The reason I came to this, Joy, by the way, should should I call you Dr. Dr. C, Dr. J, Joy? What do you like to be called? I, Joey is perfect. You sure? Yeah. I'm, I don't know if uh, using doctors, you know, I use that term loosely. All right. Well, Dr. Okay. J. Okay, right? that's fine. I don't want to be Dr. J. Though. Okay. Yeah. Well, he's, that name's already used anyhow, so you can't yeah. have it. But the idea of the episode came to me when, uh, during a conversation, kind of a, just a fleeting discussion we were having, you made the parting comment that your business has grown considerably since you took up a, a presence on Facebook, a conservative website, and you talked about how that had, you know, brought some conservative people into the community. And I said, oh, damn, that's a good idea for a show right there. <laughs> so that's why we're here. And uh, did you even realize at the time when you said that to me that I may be cooking that up in my my little brain is a good show topic? No, I had no idea. Well, I you mean, go. you were just asking me how business is going, and I was just telling you. Well, I, I'm, yeah. I'm pretty nosy like that. Uh, but Cato over here, he also owns a local business as well. And I think he's going to give a little bit of balance. He's going to come from a different direction. He's got a different type of crowd than, 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 than you do. And tell me about your crowd. Tell me about your business, and tell me about your, your typical patient. Okay, so, right, I'm a chiropractor. That's what I do in my business. And I help people, really the big three that people are looking for are uh, they're looking for energy, they're looking for better sleep, they want less stress, better quality of life, right? Sure. That's really what they're coming into practice for. And it's been really a journey of navigation on like finding the right client, right? I came out of, of school wanting to serve military people, right? Because I love our military, I love taking care of them. And they're fun to be around because there's no bullshit, like they're just, they come in, they have a fun time, they shoot you straight and it's not a lot of drama, right? There's not this, you know, you don't have to tiptoe around them. And so as we've gone through this journey of the last four years of practice, what I've noticed and I have a trend is that all of my patients that stay around and stick with me for a long period of time, they are very conservative in their, in their life. They're conservatives, they're pro-Trump. They are people who are pro-Republican. They are people who are pro-United States. They're pro-military. They are all have these commonalities that they believe that our country is the greatest country to ever be in business in, period. And this is not come to a head until this year when COVID and all this nonsense started, 
right? Well, let's dig into that. I find it kind of curious. Why, why would a conservative be more interested in having their back erected or whatever you call that than somebody that's not conservative? How well, I think both of them want to do it, right? I think I think the majority of people you can have a you know a liberal or a conservative come in, but what I found is that the patients who are more into the liberal philosophy work their way out of my practice faster. Why? Why is that? I mean, do you help them? Well, let me let's just talk about it, right? So, if you're why sitting not? if you're sitting in a in a doctor's office waiting room, right? And let's say you got five, ten people hanging out, and one of them is an ammunition manufacturer, one of them's a Navy SEAL, one of them's Secret Service for the current VP, and they're talking about how awesome Donald Trump is. What are you going to do? Probably not have a lot of things to discuss with you. Absolutely nothing. You're going to like hate it. You're going to be pissed. So, yeah. so, Joey, do you engage your clients about politics? All the time. Well, good. Why not? They need to. You have to talk about these things, right? So you have no, no reservation. No reservation whatsoever. Great. Good for you. Right? Because if somebody comes in and they want to... And I think health is more than just a back adjustment, right? Yes. Or a neck adjustment yeah. in this perspective. Especially in today's day and age, because you have so much stress being inundated on people yeah. that it's causing them to shut down their health. Yeah. Right. So. So, would you uh, would you engage someone that is a liberal and is open minded? Yes. Well, I good. do it in the practice. That's very good. You know, but the problem that the, I have to draw a line with them, though, I don't like him coming in and saying that, you know, Trump is a buffoon or he's a dumbass or he's, you know, he's all these things. Because I'm like, that's none. There's no truth to that. And you don't ever hear me say slow Joe is, you know, that thing. I don't I don't go that way with them. I always argue policy. I don't argue people. So you're very respect, respectful. Yeah. What is the uh, without, of course, naming a name? What, what is the worst episode that you can think of where somebody was just downright rude, off the reservation, crazy, you know, nasty in their comments to you or one of your patients? I have a older gentleman who came in and he um, and he just goes, Trump's a dumbass, just right in the middle of the room. Right. And one of my other really conservative patients goes, well, where are you getting that from? And like, the, you know, the guy doesn't give a source and he goes, because everything he's done has made this country pretty amazing. Right. Right. And that was it. I mean, like, it's it's never been really aggressive from that standpoint. I think most of my conservatives are more of the respectful. Right. They actually Good. they would actually have engage in the conversation. Right. They're more like, OK, well, why is Trump a racist? Right. Like we like to talk about this in politics because nobody can back it up because he said something in the 80s. Right. Along those lines. But nothing that's ever been presented current day yeah, but he received all kind of civil rights awards i mean up until he ran for president of the united states he's pretty well liked by jesse jackson and uh the reverend al sharpton everybody loved him yeah he was well, friends with hollywood and hollywood big yeah. time yeah i mean those guys were beating up each other to be on his show yeah for crying out loud and so that's what's really been really interesting to me because there's no there's no weight behind it right so yeah yeah so did this guy stay as a customer for you or did he move on? Yeah, he stayed and we stopped talking about politics. He just wouldn't come in and talk about it, right? So he got really quiet on that side of things. And we just kept it really superficial. It was all about, you know, how's your family? How are you feeling? You know, those things. So do you have advice for potential, um, you know, for a business that may be owned by a conservative? And by the way, I did do some research and I found out that phenomenally some 65, 70% of all small businesses are owned, strangely enough, by a conservative. And I wonder why that is. I wonder. 
I, I think maybe when the government passes new regulation, when they pass new taxation, when they make it difficult for you to do your business, it impacts you a hell of a lot more than it does Perina or one of the major you know, companies, Johnson and Johnson or someone like that. I think you guys. How much money did Amazon make because of the government shutdown? Oh my gosh. Tons. In the billions. Billions. How billions. many How many more billions rich did the founder of Amazon become off of COVID? Yeah. Same with Walmart. Same with those guys. I mean, they made millions, billions of dollars. Walgreens. No, Walgreens. Even right. to this day, a lot of people think that Walmart is a uh, conservatively owned and run company and nothing can be further from the truth. The wall, the wall, the Sam uh, Walton they donated 750 yeah. million to black lives matter. Yeah. A terrorist organization. Yeah. I, I think Sam would, uh, roll in his grave if he saw what had happened to, yeah. to his children. But what a shame. But here's the, the, the interesting thing, guys. So who is getting shut down right now? It's a small business, small business, conservative yeah. ownership. They're getting crushed. Why are they doing that? I, that's a good question. I, well, first of all, I, th I think it's geographic to go to your answer of the why, because geographically you look like Gavin Newsom and you look at uh, uh, Fredo or whatever his name is, the governor Cuomo from New York, <laughs> and and, you, and 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 it's like these guys cannot beat up on small businesses enough. I mean, they're 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 destroying them. Look at this guy, Danny Presley, Presty, the guy that owns a Max Public House in Staten Island. I mean, they throw him in jail twice now. And it's not the police department. It's it's the jackbooted thugs that dress up as sheriffs that are henchmen for, uh, you know, the mayor of New York. And this guy's been arrested twice. You know, it's interesting. There's a guy I hear about. His name is Ian Smith. He's a gym owner in New Jersey. Now that guy. He has $300,000 in fines, and he still runs his business 100% capacity, and he's open. Yeah. And none of those fines will ever hold up in federal court because they're unconstitutional. You cannot force someone to shut down their livelihood. But but what is it about these particularly? I'm, I mean, to some extent, the Texas governor got involved with this a little bit as well. You know, he kind of gave uh, made it pretty difficult for businesses here in Texas. Not nearly as bad as Cuomo did. But what is it about these guys uh, that that want to just destroy and murder every single business that they can get their hands on, particularly small businesses with, what do they always say? Follow the science. We will follow the science. But where's the science from? But, and who pays for the science? Yeah. That's the next question I have. Because if you follow it, yeah, <laughs> Pfizer, Moderna, right? Who's paying for the vaccine? Yeah. Right. So you follow the person who creates the fear and then they create the cure. In so, the same sentence, that's a well, problem in itself. Well, that discussion, let's let's leave it off. Let's go back to uh, your original what, question that you yes, asked. Because we're we're way far off on here. I don't even yeah. remember what that. Your hell original it was. question was: <laughs> Is is there a benefit? I'm going to be smoking this tonight. This is okay. an Andalusian bull, man. You ain't live to smoke one of these babies. I never had one. And uh, the the one that I'm giving, uh, I'm breaking, I'm popping Cato uh, Man's cherry tonight because he's never had a cigar. So yeah, I, I do I'm, have a barf bag this in the, the first backyard. One. I don't smoke, but <laughs> I, 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 I don't drink. Don't smoke. What do you do? <laughs> I do drink. So anyhow, he's going to be popping that tonight. It's made with the the green leaf, and it's a really mild cigar. So. Wait, it's made in China? No, oh. I will have no Chinese. I don't want asbestos in my cigars. Where the hell were we? Okay, so let's let's, let's go on this thing. So yeah. is it is it beneficial for a conservative to actually yeah. come out Thank and you. say I am a conservative business owner? Right, I think so. Why? Because people want to do business with the people they know, like, and they trust. They want to feel safe to be able to come in and have a normal conversation, right? And this is what I know about conservative business owners. 
Most of them don't require a mask. So if you don't want to wear one, you can go in their store and they're not going to give you a fit. Most of them in this day and age are actually somebody who will be fair with their pricing. They'll be fair with their services and they actually give a damn about you. Yeah. Right. That's what I see happen. But I want to talk to you about that. Well, first of all, before we go into that, Cato, you've got a different business. We're, we're trying to stay away from the specific name of your business for yeah, various okay, so, reasons. But okay, so what's your yeah, so view of this? Joey, what's your average medium income for your customers? I don't have an answer for you on that. They okay, all live so, in South Lake. Uh, so how, what's, what, the average, what's the average income of South Lake? 400K? Yeah. 500K? Probably okay. in there. Uh, well, but education-wise? Education-wise, doctoral level. Or, okay, or so. maybe they're CEOs, they're executives, they're business owners, right? Okay. So, so what, you think business like mine, which is a different type of business, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, maybe lower education-wise? It uh, could. Income, yeah, uh, income-wise. But uh, does it matter? Does it matter for you? Yeah, for customers that are not mostly conservative. But you have to have a conversation when they come in and see you, don't they? Well, we try not to. Really? Because you don't talk I, to your. I do if I know for sure that you are a conservative. I will approach you and I will talk about it. But then I, I had a few in, you know incidents. What's the worst incident? You've the ever worst had? one was there was. Prior to this lady coming in, there was a lady that had Fox News on. I I don't find Fox News that, you know. Yeah, they've become quite neutral. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I'm yeah, not a fan I, of Fox News. Yeah, so. I don't find it very uh, conservative to the point where I you know disagree with them. So anyway, so she came in. She didn't notice the TV was on, so she walked back, sat in the chair, and she looked up and she's like, Fox News. She got off the off the chair, went up straight to the manager's desk and asked me why the hell Fox News is on. So I'm thinking, okay, this lady is crazy. So what's, what should I do? So I told her. Is she a long-term patient? Is she no, a long-term no, client? Yeah. Well, she's, she's a regular. Is she a regular client? Okay. Yeah, once, yeah, well, not. She comes once in a while. Okay. But anyway, so I asked her, could there be another person watching it? That's a good question. Yeah. Yeah. So we went back, and surely enough, there was a lady that was watching it. I'm like, she was here first, and she wanted Fox News on, so I had it on. So I give her the respect. That's a fair answer. Guess what she did? She blew up. She's like, racist people. <laughs> she walked out. So you're racist if you watch Fox News. Well, she didn't call me racist, but <laughs> she said racist people, assuming you know people yeah. in the salon. Well, so I'm like, okay. Just just in case people can't. So I'd rather lose her than lose the other conservative people in the room. I would too, 100% yeah. of the time. Did yeah, because he's... She, Did you lose her? So? Well, I wish that she would never come back. <laughs> no, that, that's not the point. See, because but I here's the problem, though. If you deliver an amazing service, yeah. people from all walks of life are going to come in. Well, that's here's it. the that's thing. It. It's, it's a great service. But the thing is... Would you want to have that psychotic lady coming back? No, I don't. And have, and have to deal with her. I do not want them in my office. Yeah. I so do not want them. Even though if she's bringing you, you know, the money, but... I don't it, want their money. Yeah. The she's, same money that goes to fund abortion mills. I don't want it. Yeah. Get the hell out of my office. I don't want you in here. So if she's a liberal and she's very open-minded and, and she comes in, she's like, oh, I don't like Fox News. Can you, can I, can you have me sit at the other side of the, the room? Well, you can have on CNN. 
I'm willing to do it. I will do that. That's fine. Yeah. I'll put you in a room where there's where there's, where people are like minded with you. I won't. I yeah. will not. I won't talk politics with you. That's fine. I'll leave yeah. you alone. But when yeah. she accused my customers of she, being racist, wait, she stood up and she called your customers all. Everyone in here is a racist. For no, watching she, Fox she stood News. up. She said racist, but and then she about, walked out. Did she, she leave tr- you a Google review and say you're a racist? I, uh, uh, no. I okay, thank God. That's how good. Do, but how yeah. do you handle Google review, by the way? I, that's a great I way say, that you show your... I say F to Google review. Sure. I don't do Yelp. I say F them. Yeah. yeah I'm, I, with you. I, I'm with you. Because you get one nutcase that's going to go on there and tell you a whole bunch of stuff that is not true. Huh? What are you going to do? You're going to answer it with what is true. And well, say, I try not to reply. Because I would reply and I would say, yes, you came into my, you came into my salon or to my, my place of business. Yeah. A previous person was there. They wanted to watch the show. They were already in the service at that point. Yeah. You can choose to leave without acting like a fool, yeah. right? Because you sound like a freaking, you know, a, 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 nutcase. a nutcase, yeah. right? But, but let me flip this, guys. Have you ever had a conservative come in with CNN on the TV and turn around and call everybody nope. a bunch of liberal? Never. Never. So, so let's talk Never. about the, the mentality, the dynamic of what just went on there. Do you feel like she was triggered? And do you feel like in her own mind she was entitled to call people that she doesn't even know a racist because of the freaking channel well, they're watching. That's what that's what bothers me more than anything. How is do to we ac- overcome this? To, oh, to accuse my customers of something that she's she has no idea what that person you know is whether that person is married to a black guy or. That's or, a big point. That's a huge. That's yeah. a big point. Yeah. Yeah. Or whether that person is a is a lip. So I heard something today that was a really interesting one because I think. Nate and Cato, you can figure this out because it's part of your life. Yeah. If Iran were to nuke the United States today, who would they kill? Everyone. Okay, who would it be? <laughs> what do you call them? Uh, Americans. Americans. You kill Americans. Yeah. Right. We are all Americans. It's Not true. in their mind, though. Yeah, but I, here's I the problem, they're... though. This is the problem, guy. We have suddenly lost sight of the fact that we are American. Yesterday, zero news coverage Whoa. on freaking Pearl Harbor. I know. Yeah. December 70, 71 years ago, we had Pearl Harbor, and they didn't cover a single lick of it yesterday at all. They didn't yeah. talk about it. They were talking about COVID and cases and nonsense. And 71 years ago, a tragic accident happened by the Japanese oh, into our country. Accident. A tragic planned attack was done by the Japanese that led to our instigation into the destruction of socialism and communism. Yeah. And now here we are, 71 years later, trying to bring communism back in here. But this is something that Cato and I have talked yeah, about. So on multiple, this has been the source and the subject of many shows that we've had, and we find it very frustrating. Yeah, I find that you as an American born here do not like socialism because of your, you're educated. Sure. For a typical American that to call someone, you know, or to let someone know that I'm a socialist, my dad would flip over. Because he's been through it. He lost everything because of socialism. So to walk up to him and say, I'm a socialist, he would flip. Oh, yeah, I bet his, he would. His business was taken away from Vietnam. I bet it would. I bet he would I mean, lose I mean, his mind. Just for the ris- listener that may not have heard Cato before, I mean, he's a, he's a refugee who came here legally in uh, 1978 and fought a lot of... Uh, Oh, that's pretty shallow pour you're doing there, bro. Is that the best you can do? Come I'm on, try, I'm trying not to get all amped up with you, <laughs> Mr. Wise Guy. You're doing an awesome job. Both trying to be you. slow. The Man, reason why awesome. I'm not drinking is that I don't want to be blamed for, you know. For you're, you're 140 pounds dripping wet, dude. That's why you're not drinking because your brain function will shut down within five <laughs> minutes of your first sip. 
I can't wait to see you no, do is that, with that is, cigar. Was that a racist thing? No, it no, was not. It was just stating the fact. Yeah, no. just facts. I'm sensitive. Okay, were, were well, you be triggered? sensitive. I mean, were you triggered there, bro? But so this is, you know, it's really interesting. I want to dive into this guy because yeah, I had a, I had another. Kenny, Mr. Jim wants to talk to me. Mr. For Jim minute. wants to talk to you. I had a, a fellow uh, practitioner make a comment on Facebook one day offhanded saying, why does a doctor have to have a political stance? Because it will, he will, it'll, it'll crush his business. And I sent him a private message and I said, I don't agree with you at all. And he goes, well, how can you say that? And I said, because I have a completely conservative pro-Trump practice. My whole practice is 99% pure conservative. He goes, how'd you do it? And I go, well, who do I market to? So if you have a room full of liberals and you're a conservative person, it's because your marketing sucks ass. How do you market? How do I market? Yeah. I go to conservative circles. I have a whiskey group. We have cigars. We talk about shooting guns. We go to places where conservatives hang out. Liberals get triggered when you tell them that I have a Glock 9 and I carry it in my office. And they're like, is that the best <laughs> are you going to shoot me? And I'm like, no. Really? Is that the best you can do as a yeah. Glock 9? No, but that's, my point being is I'm just giving you examples, right? Like oh, That's just right? it, right? So oh, no. my point is that people, 99% of my patients are armed in my office. They all have guns. Yeah. They all show up and they like to show them. They like to sit in the waiting room and be like, oh, what do you got? Well, this is what I got. What do you have? <laughs> I'm like, all right. What is, do you, a, is that a Glock 45 in your yeah, pocket? What do you, you guys happen to see me? <laughs> hey. By by the way, what insurances do you take? None, because insurance is for liberal scum. I don't okay. do that crap. So, so that's I don't play with it. I do yeah. cash because yeah. I provide a service that's valuable. Yeah, great, great good point. point. Because good point. He, he and I were talking about this. We were about talking this. about yeah. this. So. You know, and and I think I'm concerned about this because my daughter wants to go into the medical field. She wants to be an ER physician, and I I am deeply concerned to my core that. You know, in 11 years, when she becomes fully certified ER trauma surgeon, that it's going to be the socialist model where they're paying her freaking $25 an hour. And she just chunked out 12 years of college. 12 years of college, $400,000, $500,000 in debt, bucks. half a million bucks in debt, and you're yeah, getting paid and 25 she's going to be making freaking chump change. That's okay. That, Biden's going to forgive $50,000 a person. Shut the hell up. <laughs> But here's the deal, though. This is what's nuts, right? God, so man. I was on a call today with a bunch of doctors, and I'm talking MDs, DOs. I'm in the the I'm the oddball, right? I'm the Cairo. Well, I yes. agree with that part. And this MD is on here, and he goes, "Okay, I can't make any money." Really? And we're like, "What are you talking about? You run a family practice?" You know, he comes in, and he goes, "Okay." He goes, "I charge four hundred dollars for an evaluation. Of the four hundred, I get paid ninety nine bucks. The insurance keeps the other three hundred and one dollars." And I was just like, holy. That's bullshit. It's bullshit, right? Because I mean, you're using his brain. Concierge, but what about the concierge model? Oh, it's an awesome model. And, and that's what you go by, right? I do. And do you think that more and more doctors are just going to say to hell with it? I'm tired so, of Medicare, Medicaid, all the so, BS. So on the call, we built him an executive medicine practice. We said, how do you charge $1,000 a month in order to deliver a good that helps people get better. And he's like, well, I would do blood tests. And from blood tests, I would recommend this. And then I would do this and this and this. And we're like, well, now you have a program. Yeah. Right now you can bring people in and help them get healthy without having to include the freaking insurance model that got them sick. Hey, Joey, you can, you can be a consultant. Yeah, I know. We're working on it. Really? Don't worry, Kato. We'll get there. So What's the name of your consulting business? I haven't the gotten way. there yet. I'm not I'm working com. on it. <laughs> no, I, I'm... But so these, these guys, case. though, right? That's the, like executive medicine of Southlake is unbelievable because they deliver a service that, that keeps you healthy. You haven't heard of it? No. Executive medicine is on the top floor of the Keller Williams building. 
and they do gold, platinum, or so they do platinum, gold, silver, bronze level of care based upon how you want to engage them. If you want the basic level of care, it's a couple grand a year, and that is going to cover your initial evaluation. It's going to cover your blood work. It's going to cover your annual checkups and any recommendations that come with it. And no BS with no insurance. BS, yeah. no BS insurance, right? Yeah. But no then, wait. But wait, if you want to, if you know, if you want to come in and get monthly blood work and you want to get IV recommendations, and we're going to do, you know, fluid therapy, ozone therapy, we're going to talk about the full gamut of nutritional care, so you're not developing heart disease, stroke, lung cancer, any of these things that kill Americans. It's more expensive. You mean COVID nineteen? It not makes sense, though, right? If you want to get an IV a month that's going to be full of nutritional supplements that help you become the best version of yourself, I would pay twelve grand a year for that. So l- let me ask you this: So what you're saying that eventually there's going to be a two tier system where one that has the money pay cash, get better services, and the others. But well, we already have that in Canada and your UK. I mean, oh, yeah. yeah, how's it work? So, uh, not are, well. Are we, are we heading towards that way? Of course. That's, that's what we're doing right now. Why are all the doctors not taking insurance? Yeah. Every single doctor in South Lake, do you think they take insurance? Man, I mean. So you think a doctor that takes Medicaid is making money? How much does Medicare pay me per visit with a patient? 75 I don't know. I'm just throwing out a number. $19.21. <laughs> oh, my God. Minus taxes, so we're down Are to $17.25. bucks and, 25 cents. And, and you have to see that person and I half have to an take, hour. And I have to take Medicare, and you have to see them, right? And the patient on the other flip side of the equation is paying me $115 an hour oh, or $115 wow. a visit to see me. So what do I do? How do you offset that? Your reimbursement is 20 bucks essentially, for On Medicare. Yeah. How the hell do you justify that? You can't. So, but they force you to take the Medicare. They force pay? you to take Medicare. You, as well, a chiropractor, you cannot opt out of Medicare. MDs can, so can DOs. What so, a, what do you do when when these guys come in with their twenty bucks in their pocket? I going, take care of them the same way that I take care of somebody that pays me one hundred fifteen. What about Medicaid? Don't take it. Well, I mean, like doctors, they do. There are doctors who do take it, but they can, they they can refuse taking Medicaid. They can refuse to take it. So but, Medicaid, I mean, they're few and far between, right? You're going to find them in like the middle of Irving or they're going to be over in, you know, South Dallas, right? They're not going to be in South Lake. You're not going to see Medicaid out here. Did you know that I used to be a, an office manager? Sure. Yeah, at a... At a clinic. Urgent care. At an urgent care facility. So there was this one patient that came in, Medicaid. Boy, she demanded a whole bunch of stuff. And usually, I'm not trashing, you know, Medicaid patients. But some of them can be really, really demanding. They can. Yeah, because they've gotten crap service I know. for years. I know. That's why. And then you're a good person. Yeah. And you want to help them. Yeah. And they're going to try to walk all over you. Yeah, yeah. But don't they wonder why they're getting crap service? Because they're reimbursing you a professional 20 freaking dollars? They don't know that part. <laughs> or maybe they don't care about that they part. They don't care about that part. The Medicare patients have no idea. I had a Medicare patient come in one day and she goes, Dr. Kramer, I looked at my Medicare receipt for how much you charge. And that's, you should get paid more money. That's what she said to me. And I can't physically charge her more money because she's Medicare. God, this conversation is totally off the rails, but. It's it's your fault. It's your fault, dude. I mean, you're you're just taking me down the rabbit hole. You're blowing my brain here, though. Seriously. (laughs) I didn't realize, I didn't realize that you had to have this, this, uh, this duck soup crap stuck down your throat. I didn't realize that if a Medicare patient walks in the door. You can't refuse them. That's against the law? It's against the law chiropractic office and there's the no law. there's no way around it no way around it in fact if you have a medicare patient in your office that you are charging cash 
and Medicare finds out it's ten thousand dollars a visit. Well, is that, is that a federal Gosh. federal law? Is it a state law? So it's state by state. I think it's a federal law. Actually, I would say that in the chiropractic. No, it's Texas Medical Association controls it. So that's we're ten grand a pop. So, so we're state. charged state by state. That's insane. A chiropractor license has to be take Medicare. So no, it's a federal law. Yeah. Wow. But, but doesn't Medicare ever say, well, wait a second. Why does Joy Kramer want to be a chiropractor when he's going to make $20 a freaking patient? Because they, they don't say that stuff. They don't care about us. And it's politically driven, right? Those are all, It's all politically driven. Whole thing. And that's a federal law. Federal law. Medicare is federal. Yeah. Nancy Pelosi law. Hey, uh-huh. Let's do another podcast over this let's go back to it <laughs> oh man i tell you what 40 minutes has just flown by because oh, i didn't 40? realize I, i'm sorry about sucking you down the rabbit hole but suck me down the rabbit hole brother i don't think i like sound <laughs> of that <laughs> but, but uh, i mean that's part of the problem right so what we're running into is what we just discussed this is socialistic medicine right so scary you hear about canada where it takes six months to get into a doctor you hear about europe where you can't go see a practitioner right but if you have private insurance or private cash you get to the premium people you get the best service ever yeah without going into the specifics of my operation it was elective surgery and a friend of mine she lives in canada and we were talking about it and uh she she makes the parting comment. She goes, well, she goes, my operation didn't cost me anything. And she goes, how much did it cost you? I go, well, it cost me 2000 you know, after insurance. And uh, then I asked her, I said, well, once you decide you wanted the operation, how long did it take you to get on the table? She goes, two years. I said it took me two months. So two years. Two right? years. So what disease process took place in those two years? Yeah, exactly. I mean, you. I mean, if you told me that I had torn ACL and I had to wait two years for a surgery, what? I mean, what happens? Right. I mean, your knees are wasted. Your leg will be yeah. gone. You won't have any strength. And, and that's why these guys just flood over the border from Canada to, to get substantive operations, particularly if you're over 50, 55, and and uh, you know, in London, Paris, places like that, they come to New York City to get meaningful operations. So these Canadians that come down and they. Uh... They love our medical system, and then they talk about how conservative we are and how... Yeah, then they like to badmouth how conservative yeah. we are. Oh, it's terrible, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I ran into a few and... In, it's hypocrisy. Yeah, it's I'm, insane. I'm it's like, because, you know, it's the same way that we talk about this. Texas that we've created has been one of the greatest states, the most prosperous states, the most, you know, what is it, recession-proof states in the entire 50 states that make the United yeah, States. Yeah, I wonder why. Why? Because we have a conservative background. Our entire state is, you know, designated to create wealth, right? Hey, hey I just got my uh, "Don't California My uh, South Lake" <laughs> T-shirt. Okay, so then what happens? All the Californians move here, and then they vote the way they voted in California. Yeah. And now we have people shitting on politicians' doorsteps in Dallas, and you're like, "What? Look, what look, do you want, man? Dude, like, what do you want here?" Go to go to Amarillo sometime. We have nothing better to do and watch the freaking conga line of cars that are eastbound out of L.A. that have left. That freaking hellhole that they have created. They created. And, and and what are they doing? They're moving here to Texas. They're moving here because we have a great place to be, and now they're voting the same damn way. I mean, Tarrant County almost turned blue, right? Look at Austin. Austin's insane. It's totally insane. They've lost their yeah. mind. Their mayor no. is a freaking knucklehead. Yeah. So don't you think that's natural for things to decay that's eventually? Not, that's not a natural evolution. No. Why you don't it? think so? No, I don't think that's so. That's a cancer, man. Well, so how come South Dakota can be the way they are? 
They haven't shut down at all. They gave the big middle finger, man. They, that, give, give it a Governor few more years. so good looking, by the oh, way. Yeah, she is. Oh, she's so yeah. going to be president one day, I think. I think oh. the next one up is Ted Cruz. That's my route. No. I voted for him. Yeah, I, I mean, did too. I'd vote for him too, but I'd, I'd rather have... The, the one I don't want to see become president is, what's her name, the, um, from what, North Carolina or... Oh, I thought you were going to say Kamala Harris because Joe Biden is going to, you know, suddenly become Whitmere. Ill. Is it Whitmere? That's Minnesota? my head banging against a microphone. He loves Kamala. Oh, my gosh. You know, it's it's amazing, though. It, you can sleep your way to the top in almost any job in America. It's pretty, And I'm not talking nocturnally either. So I'll tell you what, it's pretty interesting. Well, you're into, <laughs> you're, you're into rest, though, right? You did tell me that one of the things you do is improve the sleep cycle. We do improve sleep. What could you do for Kamala? Or is it Kamala? I don't know. I can maybe knock the liberal out of her if I hit her hard enough. No violence. No, no violence. Okay, okay. No violence here. I mean, just because you look like Miguel Gorilla's brother. So this is the big deal. It's funny to me. So you're talking about that. You know, sleep your way to the top. Today we had a conversation about continuing education. You know what the number one continuing education subject is in a chiropractic office? What? Don't screw your patients. What's a? You mean physically? Physically, have sex with them. The oh. number one malpractice suit is chiropractors having sex with their patients. Really? You know what the number two malpractice suit is? Nah, you're screwing, scaring me. Screwing Medicare. You know what the number three one is? Sheep. Don't screw your patients. <laughs> <laughs> That's my answer for you. Wow. How about bovine? What about bovine? We can do that. I mean, <laughs> we can't. <laughs> Cut him off. Push a drink. Ma, ma. <laughs> yeah, push a drink over to uh, Kato. But I mean, we're talking about conservatives, off. right? So conservative yeah. ownership of a business, I think it's one of the greatest backbones of America. That's what we were created on. That's what developed this country. That's what made this into the country that it is. But, yeah. And present day, they're trying to stomp it out and trying to create a universal income to where all of the small business owners have to depend entirely upon the government. And then you have the very wealthy, right? This is no, this is, you know, this is credit card Vietnam. This is going into China. This is the same thing Russia did, right? You create the Politburo. There are a whole bunch of rich ass people and you make everybody else poor. And then you make them have to depend upon the government for universal income. Dr. Joy Kramer. Hope That's it. So what's happening, South man? South Lake, Texas. Uh, we're going to hell. Kato. We're going to hell. Yeah. So what, they want to give you 1500 bucks to get vaccinated? That's what they want to do now. I mean, come on, get out of here. This is insane. Kato Ton, I think we're going to wrap it. It's 6 o'clock. We've got a uh, cigar club to go to as soon as this is over. I think we're perfect. I think we need primed. to do a part two. A part we need two. to have part two of this and three, <laughs> so, so we need to bring this back. Well, no doubt about it. So what, the, the next one we're going to talk about, you know, the same thing or is it about medical practice? I don't know what we're going to talk about. I think we need to talk about really, conservative. It doesn't matter. But does it make a damn? Because I think, we came I here think, talking about coming out of the closet and what did we end up with well, talking what is, about Kamala Harris? I'm coming out of the closet. Kato, tell me, what's your number one thing? White men have no balls. That's White it. men don't have balls and, uh, well, Joey, you do have balls. <laughs> How do you know? I don't know about guy here. How do you I got know? three kids, brother. I already made those. You got to have testicles to make them. Come on, brother. I'm an Asian and I do have balls a little small. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a personal problem. I bet Joy can fix you up. You got a massage that... Oh, I'm stopping there. <laughs> so uh, I heard you have to go to Dragon House for that one. <laughs> oh, yeah. I took him he there. He took me out to dinner there. Guess what? Out to lunch. He ate like a quarter of it. Wow. Of the dish. I can, I can only, you know, I can Dude. only eat so like three ounces I, I of I treated him a, a dish of Chinese and he ate a quarter of it. Did you give him the Shaolin Bao? No, I had him. No, 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 no. You like that? I love Shaolin Bao. Dude, I know. It's very good, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Dragon House. 
Dragon. That's good. But anyhow, thanks everybody for coming on and talking to us today and uh, appreciate it. And one of the episodes is uh, with Cato uh, Tan and his white, white men don't have balls. Go back and listen to it. It's pretty good. I think it's pretty funny. Thanks for listening to us. Join us. You guys have a great day. God bless. Thank you. Thank you.